Welcome to another episode of Too Lazy's podcast, The Morning Glory. I'm your host, Too Lazy. I wanted to welcome to the episode today, BBB tight end, uh, Trimple, aka Leonard Graff. Hello, how are you doing? I am great. Thank you so much for being with us. Um, how are you today? Uh, I'm pretty good. I was said earlier, thank God it's Friday. Yeah, so, 100%. Yeah. Um, I love I love Fridays. I think uh, I think Fridays is just a good the good catalyst to the weekend. You know what I mean? Like just getting ready to jump into it, and not have to worry about anything, and focusing on some ISFL. Yeah, just uh, get your mind free for the weekend. Exactly. Hey, so let's kick it off. So I got a couple of questions I want to ask you, um, just you know about your experience so far in the league, and and, and some questions, um, you know, about your your player in general and how things are going. Yeah, sure. Cool. Cool. So what can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and your intro into the DSFL? So uh, this is my first Sim League, actually. Um, I think I found it on Reddit somewhere, just pop up. Um, it's been a pretty, pretty good experience so far, and I sunk way too much time into it. <laughs> I don't even want to look at it. At it. Like, oh my god, I'm at... Oh, yeah, I'm not going to say it. It's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's a really good experience. Uh, Bondi Beach was, was pretty cool, or is pretty cool. And uh, I actually got voted offensive captain. And I'm in the, the war room, so I'm really excited for the upcoming DSFL draft because I, I get to draft people. Uh, not draft, but scout people. So yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying that part, and I'm also enjoying uh, you know what we're going through right now, which is the ISFL draft preparation and uh, the scouting. I don't know if you've been scouted yet by any team. But I yeah, guess I've had that's, a couple yeah. teams reach out. That's definitely an interesting process, and it's a little. I, I would say it's a little different than when you first join, you know, into the DSFL, um, just because these are. I wouldn't say more established players, but you know those those bigger ISFL teams reaching out. So it's it's definitely a little different feeling, and you you, you know almost what to expect now being in the league a little longer. So yeah, it's definitely been interesting the different drafting styles um, from the DSFL to the ISFL. Yeah, I did I did the DSFL draft. I did like a, a whole mock draft thing for when we got drafted, mm-hmm. and um, I'm currently preparing the same for the ISFL. And my mind is going crazy just about finding out what the teams actually need for their draft. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I have to draft based off of the TPE currently, uh, the activity that, that I kind of noticed in the in the discords. Like for example, your your podcast, Tater's podcast, uh, the, the the media that's put out by by our rookies. So that's like the only thing that I can kind of go off plus the team needs and to find out the team needs it's it's literally mind wrecking it's i don't know i think it took me half a day to figure out each team's team needs and then it took me like another hour to find out what my mock draft would look like would actually make sense and then uh, the worst part is there's actually there's still like connections between the teams if it's a recreate I don't know if it's a, an old GM, he will 100% go to that team, even though it's mm-hmm. a different team wouldn't need him. So yeah, um, my mind is uh, yeah, kind of fried just thinking about making a mock draft. So yeah, it's it's definitely interesting. And it's uh, it's going to be fun to see how much teams actually draft by, uh, by team needs or if they're just drafting because of the user. That would be interesting. 
Yeah, so you're basically just scrubbing the index, right? I mean, that's the main source to find kind of team needs for this season. Yeah, I went uh, index and I also went, well, actually, I didn't I didn't go index a lot. I went with the, uh, what is it, player, not dashboard. It's, it's something else, a really big spreadsheet that shows you every single player on each team so it also it also shows the the people that are being sent down because that one thing i didn't mention yet Mm -hmm. there are people that were drafted last season or the season before that that are still in the dsfl but they're already drafted to a team so in the team needs you also have to think about that which just makes it a lot more awful wow that it sounds like you got your hands full with that yeah it's like five dimensional uh (laughs) It's uh, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm interested to see what you come up with. I think uh, I think it'll be really cool to to see that breakdown. Um, and it sounds like you're putting a ton of effort into it. So I know I, I reviewed your last one too, and and you know I, I think you did a great job on that one. Um, and just the overall with that. So really cool to kind of see you um come out with that um and that upcoming draft. Um, hey, so I, I wanted to say congrats on the number three overall draft pick. So walk me through what that was like, and and you know you mentioned it a little bit, but how was the um, the intro into Bondi Beach and the recruiting experience and all that stuff with them? Oh yeah, um, well first of all, right back at you with the first of all. <laughs> um, but we both didn't expect that. No, was, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I was pretty shocked. Um, yeah, I, t- I told that story on on Taylor's podcast as well. It was uh, because I'm in Germany. I can't, I couldn't actually watch the draft, mm-hmm. so I had to wake up, avoid all my Discord notifications while turning off my alarm and all that. <laughs> then uh, I actually went into the bathroom, got got ready, and just turned the draft on. I was like, first of all, Doc Fiber. I was like, holy shit, that's nice. Then second one was uh, the most obvious pick ever, uh, Mrs. McStack. It's I think that's what she's called. Something mm-hmm. like that. This is me, Mrs. McHitts over there. Yeah, there we go. I always confuse which which part goes where in the, in the name. <laughs> um, and then it was like number three tight end, Lena Graveler. Holy shit! I was just brushing brushing my teeth, so you know, I just spat it out out of surprise. Um, it was definitely definitely fun. Girlfriend looked really weird at me, but. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, that's, that's really cool. It's cool to see that too. And we've had, we've had Mrs. McKitts on the podcast, um, who, by the way, update on her, she has 27 pancakes on the season. So that means, um, uh, Mr. McKitts will be making at least 27 pancakes so far for her. So, um, just a little sports update for everybody who is counting the, the amount of pancakes she has, but yeah, it's definitely a uh, interesting, you know, I, I, I didn't expect, I didn't expect to go first overall, you know, I've done a couple media pieces and stuff like that. And, you know, you and I, had worked a little bit. I, I think I helped you a little bit with one of yours, but very, very little bit. But, um, uh, you know, I think, um, I don't think either one of us had each other that high on the draft board, um, you know, just based on, I think, overall team needs. So it was really interesting to kind of see that that come out because there's that unexpected part that you, you can't really calculate in, in, you know, how much interaction teams have and stuff like that. So I, I think that's the, the unknown part, you know what I mean, um, of how can we compensate for that when we do these these draft um potentials but how was the how was the recruiting experience on bondi beach yeah the uh recruiting experience was was really fun 
I personally wasn't expecting to to be drafted at Bondi. Um, I kind of expected to go to Minnesota because I, I hit it off really well with the GM painted. I'm still friends with him. Like we talk a lot, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. So I was I was kind. I think I had like three teams that I I thought that would pick me, which was oh my god. I think it was Minnesota, Norfolk. And I think Kansas City, something like that, just off of the the draft, uh, the the scouting. I did not have Bondi Beach on my radar at all. So, yeah, I was was quite surprised. And I actually have your your mock draft open right now from the DSFL. Mm -hmm. And you actually had the the best mock draft of all of the, the DSFL mock drafts. Yeah, because um, you did a mock draft grade, right? After um, after the draft came out, you actually went yeah. back and did a, a mock draft grading, which was super interesting. Let's see who had the most accurate one. Yeah, uh, yeah, you had the the best one, I think, of all. Yeah, you had yourself in uh, the second round to Norfolk, by the way. Yeah, that was uh, that was interesting. I, I don't know. I, I talked a lot with those guys over No Fork. Um, it's a great group of guys over there with with Mr. McKitts or G um, and Negs. Uh, I'm I'm so happy. There was three teams that I honestly I think same as you that I thought um, that I would go to. It was um, Norfolk and then uh, Min. And then, um, you know, I, I wanted to go to London. I wasn't sure if they would pick me. I, I will tell you, like, I wasn't crazy super active in their, in their chat. So I was kind of surprised to see that. But um, really great group of, of teammates over in London. And, um, you know, the, the stats on the board for the season don't really show kind of what the output is. And strong team. And I think we're, we're going to be a force to be reckoned with in a couple of years, too. Yeah, I think your defense is going to tear it apart next season. Um, yeah, I can't wait to see that. It's going to be exciting. Yeah, the poor quarterbacks, because you and Tater are going to rush the heck out of the, the quarterbacks. That's not going to be fun. The only thing <laughs> I'd be worried about with with your team next season is that I think your quarterback is going to be called up, right? Um, yeah, I think they're close to it. If not, I think they're they're on a team like they're in the ISFL already, but they're you know they're called down. So I don't know if it's next season or the season after that they'll be called up. So we'll see what happens there. Um, yeah, it'll. I, I'm hoping you know we're planning for some of that stuff now, and um, it's something we'll be able to account for next season. But um, you know, if I if I go with the old adage, of defense wins championships, then I think we'll be okay. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, you have a. I think I actually wrote that in one of the mock drafts as well. Now, I faintly remember it. Like, your defense is going to be sick. Tate, uh, then you have a defensive tackle who's at 210 TPE, you at 200. Another Anya Mind, season 31 rookie, mm-hmm. all linebacker, pass rush. It's going to be insane. The, the only thing I'm kind of like worried with uh, exclamation marks is the, is the offense actually next season. Because I mean, the quarterback has 580 TP. I think he's going to be called up. Then you yeah. have Bradley Wealth. Well, how do you pronounce that? Who's going to yeah. most likely be called up? And then you have uh, Toucan Sam, who's at 155 TP, and Deshaun Penny, who's your tight end. He's a really nice guy. Yeah, I so think Toucan was in, in the same draft we were yeah two yeah um yeah like you said it'll be interesting to see what happens um this next season on the on the offensive side of the ball um 
I think we're we're putting some plans in place now to kind of account for that. But yeah, I, I and I'll be honest with you, like I, I'm I'm about ready to. I'm, I'm hoping by the end of this season I'll be able to cap. I'm just a couple. I think the last I updated my TP was 226, so I'm like right there and ready to cap. And I know Tater's pretty close to capping. If not by the next week, he'll be capped. So um, really excited to see you know that on the defense, and then yeah, the offense maybe a little work, but you know we'll we'll see what happens this next year. And, and you know the sim is kind of what the sim is, so who knows what'll happen in there? Yeah, damn, you overtook me again. I'm at 214 right now. Oh yeah, yeah. all the equipment. Yeah. yeah, neck and neck race. Yeah, I went and bought. I'm, I'm, I'm just a couple short. I need to buy the tier. I bought the tier five. I need to buy the tier six, um, yeah. so I can, I can get that. But a couple podcasts graded, and I should be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's gonna be interesting to see next season. I'm I'm really looking forward to the draft because our draft was. Uh, I think it was all right. We had a couple people come back that were already Bondi Beach uh, players in the past. But most of the actual rookies, like complete newbies, were actually uh, went inactive, I think. At least like three or four, which is, uh, which is a bit sad to see because we had a lot of potential and we had, we had we have a lot of holes to fill. Like we had the, the most call-ups uh, of all the DSFL teams. Wow. Um, our quarterback is last season's running back who switched uh, just so that we have a quarterback. We actually drafted another quarterback who is now uh, who is now at 200-something TPE. I think he's the highest-rated quarterback, actually. Okay. So we're set after that. But uh, the only thing we kind of have left off Oh, we kind of had left over uh, at the start of the season was our quarterback who switched from running back to quarterback. Uh, we had our running back, Ken Oath, who's carrying our ass this season. <laughs> um, then we have Damon Son, our wide receiver, who went compl- completely batshit crazy with uh, media posts and stuff like that. I don't know mm. if you've seen it. Yep. So he's not actually in the locker room since, I don't know, I think week one. Um, so yeah, then we have myself, who grew into 214 TP now. But the whole season I have break hands, basically. <laughs> um, who else do we have? Let me check real quick. Um, yeah, we have, we have and we had, like I said, a lot of holes to fill. So yeah, we have Garfield Despacito, who was uh, drafted with us, defensive tackle. He's a defensive captain. He was doing all right this season. Funny story, he actually has, uh, or he actually had two uh, catches last game, or the game before that. I don't know how, but uh, yeah, he had a uh, completion for 12 yards. Wow. As a is, that, tackle. is that Despacito? Yeah. Okay. So I don't know what happened there. Yeah, we have uh, Uber BJ, who's an old Bondi user. He's a center for us. But after that, it goes below 100 TP. So it's it's not a lot. And we're going to have our running back is going to be called up. Our quarterback is going to be called up. And we have a linebacker who's reached the, on a defensive end, who reached the age limit in the DSFL. Mm. 
So uh, the only thing we kind of have for next season is a quarterback, tight end, defensive tackle, and most likely, well, a center, obviously, and uh, a wide receiver who's able. So, yeah, big draft. <laughs> yeah, it should be uh, it should be interesting for you guys to see what you come up with out of this this next upcoming draft. And it's cool you're in the war room and you kind of get to see that stuff unfold too. Yeah, already um, drafted the first couple people. Nice. The, the recreate. So yeah, really exciting. Yeah, yeah. I um I got the chance the same as you. I got I got um defensive captain uh, for London. So I get to be part of the war room and kind of see how that stuff unfolds. So um, I'm I'm the same as you. It's my first season in the DSFL, so it's cool to kind of learn some of that back end stuff. And I've never done a simulation league before either. So um, you know, this is kind of like the catalyst to to jump onto the next thing and the next thing because you know I went from the ISFL and then and jumped into the PBE and um, now with the WSBL opening up. So it, it's going to be really fun. A um, lot, lot of stuff going on with, with simulation too. So, Yeah. 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 I um, joined that league, but I, I kind of deleted my play again because I wanted to focus on, uh, on the ISFL. Yeah. Hey, so uh, what do you feel like is driving you in the league? You know, like you, you, I think you just kind of mentioned it a little bit, you know, you, you, you deleted your player in the other league so you can kind of focus more on the ISFL, but what's kind of driving you in the ISFL as you personally? And then what do you feel like is kind of driving your player in the league as well? Like, what do you want to accomplish with your player? Uh, well, me personally, I want to, I want to become a ISFL GM. Mm -hmm. Well, first I gotta be a DSFL GM, but you know, uh, I think I'll manage that pretty soon. Um, then after that ISFL, because I think that will be the most fun. Because you can actually have your team and build it the way you want it. You don't have call-ups every season. So uh, I think that will be a lot of fun. Um, I also signed up, or not really signed up, but uh, I kind of put my, my name in the ring for the Europe GM thingy. Mm -hmm. We'll see what we get off that. Uh, I think Painted recommended for me, me for that. So... Yeah, one more thing to to waste time on in the ISFL. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, trying to bring Euro back to glory. Well, not back to to get it actually to glory, I think. Yeah. And uh my player um become a good tight end. I don't know, it sounds everything I say here will sound cheesy. So uh I don't know, rookie of the year in the ISFL, uh which Gonna be really, really tough in the as a tight end. Uh, tight end of the year next year. That's gonna be Deshaun uh, Penny versus myself. I think mm -hmm. maybe the Norfolk tight end can catch up. He was created quite late, but he's he's been doing a really good job. Um, I don't know. Be the first tight end taken in the ICFL draft. I don't know. It's it. I don't really care about the the uh, individual awards. I want to make my team better and uh, help out the team any way I can. Yeah, I'm in the I'm in the same boat you are. You know, I, as a player, I think it'd be cool to win some accolades, but I think I'm more focused on winning. You know, like the championships and stuff like that, and and being able to help my team be better. I think that's that's what I, I wanted teams to know, especially when they were recruiting me. Is is you know, I don't I don't care where you were last season if you were the top team. 
that doesn't really bother me. You know, I'd, I'd almost rather be on a team that's lower and needs help rebuilding and kind of to build up that franchise and help them to become that that top tier team, I think is what's really exciting and, and cool to be a part of versus just being on a team that's already winning and continuing to win. You know, I think that's that's cool in and of itself in a different way, but I think it's more interesting to be on a team that's rebuilding and needs, uh, you know, that that sort of help and stuff like that to become that next tier. And I think that's so hard uh, in the DSFL because you do have so many call-ups and stuff like that. So you may build a, a great team and then you get some call-ups and then your team starts to fall off a little bit. And then you got to kind of work on rebuilding that and stuff like that. So, Yeah, I mean, like for the ISFL, every team has their own challenge, obviously. So everything, every team has their, like, yeah, set their own challenge, which can be fun for, for different people. Um, I don't know if if you like building up teams, then you, I'm pretty sure you'll find a good team in the in the ISFL. If you like winning, you'll find a good team in the ISFL as well. So whatever you prefer, it will probably be in in your reach. I like to to build up teams as well, but I think uh, it can also be fun to try to stay at the top. I think it's actually harder to stay at the top than the other way around mm -hmm. because the yeah. I, I just I just uh, think it's it's hard to stay at the top because other people will will try harder to 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 overtake you. Yeah, I think that's yeah. that common theme when you're at the top is you know everybody else is going to try that much harder and you almost make other teams better you know being yeah. at the top because they're they're trying to recreate or rebuild what you've done you know being at the top. So yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, being at the top of the accolades is everybody's just reaching at that point to get to where you are. Yeah, they're scouting you more and watching your games and watching what you do. Yeah, it's it's an honor, I guess. Um, mm -hmm. You can take it as like a compliment, but it's it definitely makes the job a lot harder. Yep. But yeah, that's what you get for being the best, I guess. Comes with the price. <laughs> yeah, I, I also um, I I don't know that I I right now in where I'm at with with the simulations, I don't know that I'd want to jump into the ISFL as a GM. I think being a DSFL GM is kind of my main goal right now. I think that would be, for me mentally, I think that would be the most interesting place to go to. I don't know that I'd really want to jump over to the ISFL and be a GM. I think um, I've had a lot of really good GMs now. We get Seven Lucid, who are, are really great on London, and I think they've kind of shown me you know, a great path to go. And I think it would be really, really fun to be a DSFL GM and almost help those new creates you know, want to continue and want to, you know, keep keep going with the ISFL because then you get those great players that get called up into the ISFL that are active and and good users that want to continue to to be better in their player and their teams and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, funny enough, I actually talked to to a uh, recreate today, Thunder Titan, who was the Minnesota GM mm -hmm. in the past, and he said the 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 right thing of, of what you're trying to describe. He was a safety, uh, mm -hmm. a really good safety. And in Minnesota, he helped um, the other safeties get better. So, for example, I think he, he said, like, uh, he got safety of the year in season 24 or 25. And he helped the other safeties in his team grow so much that they actually, like, players of his team won safety of the year, like, the two years after that. And he wow. was like really proud about that, and that's exactly what you'd want as a DSFL GM. You wanna, you wanna keep the the people in the sim and uh, actually show them that it's that you can have a lot of fun at it. I guess. 
Yeah, because those builds can be so difficult. So if you have somebody that you can kind of lean on that's been there and done that and can help you with that build, I think that's what really matters, you know, especially getting into it. And because the way that it's built out, sometimes, you know, like I think you and I are in very similar boats right now in the DSFL where I personally haven't seen a ton of production out of my my player. You know, I'd like to see a little bit more, but you know, it's one of those things where patience is a virtue here because the little bit longer I wait and the more TPE I put into certain aspects of my player, the better that the outcome will be. It just takes time to get to that point. Yeah, um, one thing I'm kind of proud of is I, I created a uh, tight end Discord. Um, so we have a lot of tight ends there, mostly from from ISFL. Um, and we're kind of like Deshaun Penny and myself, we're posting our builds that we plan on for like 250 TP or 500 TP. And then we get the, the feedback from the other tight ends to see what would they do, what worked for them in the past. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's really cool. And uh, yeah, quick shout out to any tight end that wants to join, just hit me up. Yeah, uh, that's a great way to do it. Too. That's really awesome. Um, you know, I didn't think about anything like that for for the defensive ends, but that's a great way to do it. You know, if you have a group of people that have been there and done that before to, to get their input, like, and I've, I have yet to meet anybody in the ISFL. That's like, no, I don't want to help you. You know what I mean? Like everybody's so welcoming and kind and they always want to, to help you grow and continue because it's not as fun if, if people just get in and then leave, you know, and become those, those IA players that don't, don't do anything or, or aren't active at all. Yeah. Not everyone is a dick. (laughs) And, and the, the thing you mentioned earlier with the production, um, the thing that kind of, oh, I don't know what, what word to use here, but what kind of calmed me down about my bad production mm-hmm. was uh, seeing Mark Goodhead's stats. Because last season he had 400 yards, which is kind of kind of peanuts in, I don't know, how many games do we have? 14? Something like mm-hmm. that? Yeah, like I think that's close games. to it. Yeah. Uh, he had 400 yards. And uh, this season he's at... Oh God, let me lie. Uh, he's already at 600 yards. Yeah. So he's he's he made a huge step up. He's also at like five five touchdowns. So uh, yeah, he made a second a second uh, season jump, a sophomore jump, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm hoping to to have the same. But yeah, I had my best game uh, not last night on on Tuesday against. Kansas City, which we actually sadly lost, but I had like 80 yards and a touchdown, my first touchdown. So yeah, that 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 was pretty pretty cool to see. I actually kind of like jumped up when I saw the the 44 yard touchdown. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the, not a, the, I, it wasn't a bad. I mean, you know, the guys only lost by two points, so not a not a bad loss at all. Um, oh yeah, that, that was either. that was. Uh, that was Portland last night. Yeah, we we lost by three points with the missed kick in the last second. So, yeah, well, the, yeah, and then it looks like with the yeah. game against the Dallas Bird Dogs. I mean, you guys, you lost, would, but your yeah. your production in that game was was that's you had eighty four yards and in, in one yeah, touchdown that game. So that's the the game I meant. That was with the the, the forty four yard touchdown. Yeah, we played awful, but I had a good game. <laughs> Yeah, not that I can't so much, but it happens sometimes. Yeah, yeah, but we won the game before that. We won against the Seawolves, which is big. It was kind of a weird game because we started out the first quarter. If you can see, we started out the first quarter twenty to three, and then we kind of almost threw it away in the third quarter. 
mm-hmm. just just turn that around to forty to thirty four. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's it's interesting to see because um, it's like the primary receivers either the the wide receiver Demonson or myself, and it's we're test kind of testing the same right now, which works best if we only have like one proper wide receiver and one tight end. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's. I mean, the season is lost already for us because of that many holes we had. Um, so yeah, we're just trying stuff out, trying to to find uh, ways to work it out. I guess. Yeah, it's definitely a balancing act for sure. And I think we're we're kind of in the same boat with the season where we're just kind of some sim, sim testing and just to see what works out best. And you know, to your point, our offense is going to be probably in, in close to the same boat that you guys are in this year with the call offs and stuff like that. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Um, so, all right, I'm going to get into a couple fun questions right now and some just off-the-cuff questions. Um, so th- this one's really interesting. And, and um, So what what's your favorite pregame meal? So you're getting ready to sit down and watch the sim. For me, it's it's chicken wings and a, a I'm, I'm probably not a lot of fan favorites here, but I like blue cheese. So chicken wings and blue cheese. Um, is going to be my pregame meal, so I'm getting ready to sit down, and that's my go-to. What about what about for you? Um, well, in real life, it's uh, I actually don't eat breakfast, so I don't have a game snack. <laughs> I usually watch the games between waking up, going to the bathroom, doing all that, and leaving for work. That's basically where I watch my games. So, uh, mm. I guess my my mid-game snack will be I don't know toothpaste. <laughs> no, but if it would be the evening, uh, I think it would be either some some chips, crisps, whatever you want to call that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually really like chicken burgers, like self-made chicken burgers. Yeah, so, yeah. If it, if we, if I would be up at that time, then yeah, some let's make some chicken burgers. Let's do it. I like it. Um. So what what's been because it's your first season, it's my first season. So what's been your favorite thing about coming into the league so far? Um, the people, mm-hmm. the Twitter beef with uh, Minnesota. Yeah. Shout out to to Painted and I think Duke Marion has the has the 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 Twitter account. I think it's Duke. So yeah, we're 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 battling with gifts. So yeah, that's been fun. Not as much when you lose after that words, but you know. <laughs> I, we'll, I feel we'll that I have the same time. feeling. Yeah, I, I get that part. I have the same <laughs> feeling. But yeah, that's the that's the most fun part. Cool. Um, yeah, I, I think the it's exciting being in the locker rooms and seeing some of that, and then some of the trash talk that goes on in the in the you know the DSFL servers and um, can be exciting and fun and, and just kind of that engaging part that you know is people actually care about. About the league and what's going to happen with their teams and stuff so yeah yeah i mean in the uh, end it's a, it's the same so it's got to be more about the people yeah because yeah. the sim's going to do what the sim's going to do at the end of the day yeah um so you said you found this on reddit i the same thing for me i was browsing the nfl um, reddit account and it popped up on there so yeah i was just <laughs> kind of reading through and and there was a I forgot what the exact post was. There was a post by somebody, and that's what kind of hooked me. But what what hooked you on the DSFL? So you found it on Reddit. What was kind of that thing that you looked at or saw, or that was kind of like, yeah, this could be fun, and, and kind of hooked you into it? Um. Well, I, I used to play a lot of Football Manager, 
mm-hmm. and I've been looking for a American football manager for a while. Mm-hmm. So at first I thought it was something like that, but then I realized it's actually like you having your own player and it's actually going to be simulated, which is kind of even more fun. So yeah, that I don't know. I just tried it and uh, I ended up really liking it. Well, I, yeah, I am really liking it. So yeah, it was pretty simple. My my love for for simulations, I guess. Yeah, I um, I I play. I know you said you were playing some Madden this morning. I play some Madden just for fun. I don't. I'm I'm not good by any means. Um, my my brother in law who's 18 kicks the crap out of me all the time in there. So, um, but it's fun, and I'll I'll do like a fantasy draft, and then I'll I'll you know work as the almost the head office and kind of run the team that way versus playing the actual games and stuff. I think that's, that's kind of interesting. I've kind of moved past the point where I want to play individual players and stuff and look at it more of a team aspect. Yeah. Funny enough, when I, when I play Madden, I either play in, I either play in uh, some leagues, Mm -hmm. which is also quite fun. Or when I play a single player, I usually only play a single player. So, mm-hmm. for example, I start a franchise as only a cornerback, which is really fun, and I really recommend that. Um, so you start as a cornerback and only control that cornerback or mm-hmm. safety, whatever, that, or linebacker, or whatever. It's uh, it's quite fun. I don't really like playing single player like the whole team. So yeah, it's either the the online franchise or single player playing a single player. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm doing the same as you, just simming the games and just doing everything around the game. Yeah, I yeah. if I if I play by myself and I just do that where you play the single player, I'll usually play as a defensive end. I just I don't know. I like that position and rushing the quarterback and stuff like that. So, um, I think that's that's pretty fun for me. Yeah, usually at the end of Madden, I I have a save for every position. So, <laughs> I would love to have more of a storyline there. It's kind yeah. of just just plain and boring it's after some point and like like i'm i'm not using my own player because i start then i start out with like an x factor and shit like that and i don't want that i want to like i usually pick a cardinals because that's my team i pick a cardinals rookie and mm-hmm. just play him up to to suit to like 90 rated player and uh yeah rookie of the year and that stuff so yeah it's it's quite fun i'm but, uh i'm yeah, 49ers fan, so I don't know if I can, I can handle no. the Cardinals piece. No, I'm I'm fine with uh, with 49ers. The, the, I grew I grew up in Arizona though, so my my parents were season ticket holders for the Cardinals and stuff like that. So, oh nice. At what point? At what time? Um. So Bruce, yeah, Bruce Arians was uh, the head coach when they oh, had their like nice. in the prime or when they had their season tickets. So. Carson Palmer, Bruce Arians, um, you know, kind of that that prime time. Uh, I actually got a Calais Campbell autograph um, once. I went to a, a work event, and he was there, and I was able to get his autograph. And then Michael Floyd, too, uh, at the time, before he'd gone through all his kind of crap that he went through, um, was also there. So it was cool to kind of meet those two. And Calais Campbell is just a ginormous human being. Uh, He's so nice, though. Yeah, yeah, so super nice So actually got guy. to see David Johnson play. Yeah, yeah, um, and I, I love, I fell in love with that guy. I, I watched. Yeah. Um, he was on Hard Knocks that season. They did Hard Knocks for the Cardinals, and um, such like a humble, nice guy, and his family's so nice and um, really cool. It's cool to see him still playing um, on Houston. He's not as productive as a player as he was when with the Cardinals, but 
yeah, really, um, really great guy um, in order to see him just kind of come up in the league too. Yeah, it was it was actually the the all or nothing series on on Prime. That's what it was. And yeah, it was the that season and David Johnson is the reason why I'm a Cardinals fan. Like I started like the first Super Bowl I watched was uh, Seahawks New uh, New England. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I became a Gronk fan, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then I watched the all or nothing series. Fell in love with David Johnson. Uh, kind of became a Collins fan, and then I went to England for a couple months, and uh, the Cardinals were playing the Rams in England. So of okay. course I had to buy that ticket. Yeah. Um, drove up to London, came too late because of work. Uh, had the shittiest seat in the whole stadium. It was literally <laughs> the last seat in I think it was October, which is ice cold in in London. Mm-hmm. Uh, David Johnson was injured. Carson Palmer was injured. Yeah. And the Rams won 32 0. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that was, was a my couple. Only NFL game so far. A couple of interesting seasons that they had for them in there. I, that's when I like, I'm, I'm a, a Bruce Arians fan. I think he's a really good head coach in general. I think he cares a lot about the players. So, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to jump out and say I'm a, a huge, you know, Tampa Bay fan, but I do like Bruce Arians as a coach. And it's one of those guys where, you know, you kind of follow them, like kind of like, you know, maybe similar to you and Gronk. Like, you know, I, I like to follow Bruce Arians because I think he's got a good career and a good head on his shoulders. And to see yeah. what he did with the Cardinals was kind of really cool to see um, that evolve in that way. So bummer that they lost that game. But yeah, I mean, not, not much you can do with all those players hurting there. I'm trying to remember who their backup was at that time. And he had a couple good games, but then Stanton, overall, yeah, Drew Stanton, not yeah, with, not with a the famous not, give. Yeah, you know yeah. Really hyped at the sideline. Uh huh. That's the world's best football give. It's insane. It's, <laughs> I'll, I'll look it up. It's it's so good. Um, but that was a really good a really good team, and they've had a lot of those. But you know, I got to see the the Warner years and coming up through that, and you know, I my grandpa was a huge fan, so seeing like the Eric Schwan days and stuff like that back in the day, and and some of those players that got to play so yeah i'm not a i wouldn't say i'm a huge cardinals fan but you know growing up around it you kind of see that stuff but i um i fell in love we moved over from japan when i was like six so i got to see um you know the cardinals was or the the niners were the first team i'd ever heard of so I, i started following them when i was pretty young and steve young jerry rice days it's hard not to to be a fan of the the niners back then yeah yeah i posted the gif in the discord it's it's literally one of the best football gifts right after the uh the sherman surprised gift from this yeah <laughs> yep. he's, he's so hyped about it but yep. yeah the, the sadly i don't know a lot about the history because i just started in 2015 or 14 mm-hmm. well i'm 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 23 so i'm not that old obviously and uh the nfl is not that big uh, or wasn't that big in in Germany? Mm-hmm. It's really growing right now for like the last two three years. But before that, it was it was non-existent really. I only yeah. watched the Super Bowl because of my dad, and he stopped watching now. So I'm, yeah, he didn't even watch the the season the the regular season games. He only watched the Super Bowl. And uh, just for the record, the Super Bowl is it starts at uh, half twelve. Or thirty past midnight, mm-hmm. and it ends at five thirty, I think. 
or four thirty on a Monday. Yeah, that can't be. So, yeah, I don't know that I would stay up that late to watch the Super Bowl. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, he kind of got bored at at some point. Yeah, which I can totally understand. Like you have to work the next day. Maybe I always took the day off. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think I went to bed the last the last Super Bowl. I went to bed at like four a.m. when they were up by ten points or something like that because I was like, no, that's not got, not going to happen. Yeah, there's a game in London this weekend. Uh, early game. Yeah, uh, I don't know who's playing actually. One thing I'm really excited about is uh, the potential of games being played in Germany. Because if they are being played in Germany, they're being played in the stadium 30 minutes away from me. So, oh wow, okay. Fingers crossed. Uh, hopefully, they come to Germany. Yeah, Jets, Jets, Falcons this weekend. Yeah, that would be cool to have it, you know, closer. Because yeah, it's probably not an easy trip to go over to London. <laughs> it's not like a weekend drive or anything. <laughs> no, it's. Uh, I think it's one k kilometers. It's like one and a half hour flight, but we have uh, Brexit, so it's not that easy to get into the country anymore. And uh, mm-hmm. Corona, and all that. I love England. I actually, uh, well, I stayed there for three months. Wanted to stay there longer, but I was seriously considering moving there completely. And yeah, I'm still thinking about it. So if I would, I would watch most of the NFL games actually. Yeah. Um. I, well, so. I- we're coming to the end here. So I have one last question I'm going to ask. I, uh, this is my favorite question. Um, I, it, I, I don't know where it came from. I do a lot of interviews when, when I work um, and I get to interview a lot of people. And this is kind of a question I started throwing in at the end of the interviews. There's no right or wrong answer to this question. So I'll be honest. Oh, so it doesn't matter how you answer. But um, so, so picture yourself building a human pyramid. Okay. So where do you see yourself on the human pyramid and why do you see yourself there? Um, well, the first thought would be, uh, somewhere near the bottom, but now that I think about it, maybe, oh, this is a really good answer. Standing away from the pyramid, directing everyone. There you go. Oh, I'm proud of the answer. I'm going to be honest. Out of the amount of times that I've asked this question, I've asked this question, it's probably up into the hundreds at this point, but out of the, the amount of times I've asked this question, there are two people, and you're one of them now, that have answered with that response. Like, um, And it's that coach's mentality, right? Standing on the outside and directing people where to go and what the best fit is for them and, and where yeah. you see them. Yeah, that's I mean, definitely, I'm, it's, go ahead. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not strong enough to be at the bottom of like a 50-people <laughs> uh, pile. I'm not light enough to be at the top so it's either in the middle or directing so i don't know yeah i asked that question one time and somebody told me that um they would put themselves at the top because they're better than everybody else yeah um, no, thank you for <laughs> yeah, they didn't don't come they, again okay. they didn't get hired for the job so um but it was definitely an interesting question so hey so i'll, I'll leave a little bit for here uh, what do you want the league to know uh, about any expectations or predictions for graph or the bondi beach in the future um well title of the year next year obviously <laughs> heck yeah um yeah we're gonna we're gonna try to to get the best locker room in the dsl that's the that's the main target for this draft i think best locker room in the in the uh dsfl and uh Let's try to annoy Minnesota a bit with the Twitter game. <laughs> that can be fun. That can bring more people into it. 
I love it. I love it. It's good to hear that. Um, uh, well, thank you so much for joining the podcast. We really appreciate it. Uh, the production crew over here at Two Lazy's Morning Glory, which is, by the way, just me, really yeah. appreciate you taking the time with us. Um, and to all those listening at home, thank you so much for, for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.